Blah, 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 blah. Looks like this is going. All right, we are live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Play to Earn channel. My name is Nico. I'm your host today. And today is a special occasion. It's the first live episode of our Play to Earn weekly show. So welcome, guys. Uh, today we have uh, Bruno with me, the Goatmaster that you might know from our channel, our Play to Earn game reviewer. And we have a special guest. It's Eli. He's a developer. He's co-founder of Crypto Fighters. We're going to talk about the project uh, very soon. Let's jump right into it. Hello, welcome guys. How are you guys doing? Good, good, really good. Nice to be here, Nico. Uh, it's our very first episode, right? Talking about uh, the weekly news of NFT gaming. So I'm excited and yeah, it's nice to be here. Yeah, yeah it's good to be live for once. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, Ellie. Welcome, Ellie. We decided to invite you because you got some. Uh, well, we got double news that uh, you guys just released recently. Uh, we're gonna talk about it uh, later. But uh, first, we're gonna start with the big news of the week, and Bruno is gonna take the lead here. Uh, it's mm -hmm. the latest updates on Axie Infinity, so the Axie uh, Origin uh, release and uh, the Axie Land Play. There's some announcement there as well, I think. That's uh, that's right, Nico. So basically, I could say that the sentiment, the feeling of the community is quite negative right now. And this is due to actually two main events that happened in the X-Infinity world. So one of them was X-Infinity Origin, which everyone was waiting for. And well, I actually liked it. And I think it was like a big upgrade to the gameplay that we have. Um, but some people didn't like it. So I feel like some guys love it. Other, other guys don't like it. Uh, but then when it comes to the land gameplay, actually, there was a Q&A &A, uh, with Ziori and Phil. So basically, Ziori is like the, the commentator of X-Infinity and Phil is one of the developers. And they revealed like some news about land gameplay that didn't please the community. So there's like lots of people dumping their assets right now. There's lots of people disappointed with Sky Mavis. And basically, I can cover this and uh, share my screen so you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, maybe yeah. if you can show us. We published a video. Huh? You did a video for us uh, earlier this week or last week uh, reviewing yes, exactly. the, the new gameplay. About, you, actually, about you, you told me it was fun. You liked, you liked playing it. Yes, yes. So starting, with, uh, starting with Origin. Actually, Origin is fun to play. I think it's much better than the V2. It's like an easier gameplay. I think when it comes to team building, it's more complex because now we're going to have like runes that you can equip in your axes. We're going to have like charms. So charms is like uh, an item that you equip in your skills. And basically these alongside with body part upgrades are going to be SLP sinks, which is what everyone is waiting for because SLP's price is quite low. Okay, so right now Origin is in its test phase. So we still don't know uh, the impact that this is going to have on X Infinity economy. Okay, we just know that. For me, from my perspective, I liked it. I think it's a huge upgrade, but we still have to wait until they actually activate these SLP sinks. And yeah, then after that, we had the, the land gameplay uh, reveal. Okay, so basically, this is what. Um, made lots of people get disappointed with sky mavis okay so 
as you guys can see here in my screen, I have here some uh, parts of the video, which was about Axie Lands. Um, and basically, how, how land gameplay is going to work is like you're going to be able to gather materials, builds. Uh, we're going to have production building, so we already knew about this. We're going to have crafting, player to pl pr uh, player to player trading. Uh, we also knew this before, but now player to NPC selling. So this is quite new. And basically, how this is going to work is you're going to have origin, which is going to be the main game mode, and then you're going to have land, okay, which is going to be some sort of like farming simulator. So do you guys remember there was like a demo about land gameplay before and it's going to be totally different. So in the demo, people could like go around and fight chimeras for resources, but that's not how it's going to be initially. Initially, it's going to be a farm simulator where you're going to gather crafts and you're going to sell stuff to NPCs. And then these NPCs are going to fight for you uh and how well they do in these fights it's going to depend on which gear you, you equip them with okay so basically you, you sound disappointed gear. already <laughs> you sound disappointed already <laughs> talking about it yeah i'm a bit disappointed um i mean it really it really depends i'm a bit disappointed mostly because it's only going to come out at the end of the year okay Mostly. And one of the things that uh, Phil said was that um, actually there's going there's not going to be any utility for land gameplay until they release the, the game, you know. And that, that's really bad for people who actually invested in uh, land because we've been like holding these assets for like two years or more. And it, it was actually a lot of money. So we have like our ED locked in the NFT that so far had no utility. And this was one of the things that actually Phil said um, that weren't nice for the community, which was he said something like, um, this game is played and earned, not buy to earn. Okay, so mm -hmm. uh, people didn't So like what's, what's happening at the moment? People are, are dumping the lands on the, on the open market or what's the... Yes, basically, lots of uh, content creators are creating videos about why I'm dumping my land, why I'm dumping my Mystic Axie. And this is the, the sentiment of the community overall. But then after this Q&A, we actually got an announcement. So Gios, right after the land gameplay, they went back on what they said about land not having utility until the game uh, is actually launched. But then Gio said this straight away. Given the pivots, changes in direction, and community feedback, we decided to revisit a lightweight approach to land utility and earning potential prior to release. This will likely combine some sort of land staking with gameplay requirements. So basically, they did the Q&A, and they said, no, land gameplay, land is not going to have any utility. And then straight away, they did this announcement. To, so they basically went back on their word. Uh, which, which is good. At least they listen to the community for once, you know. And another thing that actually made people get disappointed is these future ideas. Um, free property. All players could be eligible to have a free pop property that has limited utility, but they can decorate, upgrade, and craft that. Free properties will have minimal gathering and production capabilities and resources will need to be obtained from completing tasks for land owners. 
So basically, this is another thing that had a negative impact on the community because basically we land owners, we bought land, we spent lots of money on that. And now they're mentioning that there's going to be free land. Okay, so I, I could see it working if free land doesn't have, um, if you can't get uh, as much as the people who actually own NFT lands, you know, if like the earnings are limited, uh, but still, I don't know, like, we invested lots of money in that, you know. Yeah, and people are and even, not happy even, with. Yeah, even people, you know, we know a lot of uh, scholars in the Philippines, in developing country that you know were earning with Axie and invested what they earned uh, yeah, in order exactly. to in order to earn more. So, yeah, I I, I can understand that uh, some people are, are not happy with that, and yeah, but at the same time, they 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 have to develop their products, their their game. Uh, um, yeah, not not easy to be in the in the develop yes. on the developer side as well. When you have a huge community like that, and every decision you take, of course, people are always going to be angry. Uh, Ellie, you probably <laughs> got to be able to <laughs> to have some uh, some feedback as well. But yeah, of course, whenever you introduce something new, people are not going to be happy, uh, even if it's not the whole community. But you'll always have people complaining. We see this in every Discord server. Uh, for every project, every time something yeah, new yeah. is introduced, pretty much every time, uh, we have people complaining. We don't like change. <laughs> we like our, yes, you know, yes. we know the rules. We kind of see the same thing with Pegaxi recently. You know, it's uh, there are new rules yes. that are introduced every week, every other week, and yeah, it's difficult to to plan your gameplay, to strategize. Like, yeah, okay, if the rules keep changing, yeah, it's um, not easy. It's not an easy spot to be in. So I think like uh, Pegaxi. It's a, an, an interesting project. It really, it's not really a game. I would say that's more like um, DeFi with NFTs more than a game. But basically, I think the reason why the, the tokens dumped so much and uh, the economy is, uh, went down is because I think what, these, what uh, game developers do is they deliver a product that is like, that has an unsustainable economy and then they try to fix it on the way. And I don't think that's the, the way to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, Pegaxi could have worked much better if the if it came out already with these updates that they're implementing now. Yeah, my vision, they want to get the product out as quick as possible, get a yeah. big player base, and then, okay, let's see how it goes and fix it along the way. It's not easy. <laughs> Eli, what's your, what's your take on this approach, you as a developer, as a, as a project uh, co-founder, on, you know, building along the way, see how it goes, hoping yeah. for the best, maybe? Uh, what's your yeah, yeah, no, so I, I, yeah, I guess I do, like, my natural style do, does connect to that, um, to sort of putting out things quickly and iterating. Yeah, uh, I yeah. think also in sort of the startup world as a whole, there's, uh, there's this line that goes, um, you know, if you're not embarrassed by your first product, you you shipped it too late. So I, I think with the challenge with a lot of these things, I, I yeah, this pros and cons each, I think also you, you just put, put out a great product and people love it. And that, that's also a, great, a good approach. But sometimes you're building and building and building something and it's like someone doesn't care about it or, you know, you need to get that feedback from the community quite quickly. I think especially with games, especially with these economies, I think it's very easy to think in theory like, oh, we're going to make this perfect. And I'm sure they put a ton of thought into it beforehand. But it's just like, you know, when it comes to reality and how people actually interact with it, um, you know, you learn a lot from sort of just people actually using the product. I can also understand Maxi's side, like how long has it been? Like two years or something with, with the land that it's just that people have been waiting so long anyway. So yeah, I, yeah. I, 
it's interesting that people are upset it's till the end of the year but i feel like i don't own a piece of land but i feel like the wait has been so long in any case yeah the thing is uh initially the roadmap was delayed you know so land gameplay was supposed to be launched on november of 2021 or december something like this and they postponed it for more than one year and now they're basically they basically said that we won't have any utility out of our NFTs, you know, and I mean, I think that wasn't that nice. I mean, you have to obviously develop the game uh, and deliver like a, a nice product. But at the same time, you also have to think about the people who actually took the leap of faith and invested in the project early, you know, because it's like it's a game. But at the same time, it's money that's invested there. You know, it's not. Um, it's not it's more than a game it's an investment sometimes yeah that's the shift that's the shift and i think we we're gonna talk about it in another in another episode uh that's planned it's yeah the play to earn the play and earn model is it are we playing are we investing what, what's going on here uh yeah. it's a bit of both so it's uh yeah you know it, it it's all still new even if we have like project like axis since uh, 2018 uh another project that started in 2018 is crypto fighters actually so uh, maybe we can uh we we can we can switch to that but uh Eli, what's going on because i i got an email from you guys like hey we're relaunching crypto fighters this was launched in 2018 uh what's going on tell us tell us more about it yeah yeah sure yeah the, we launched i remember axis launched a few years ago as well i think we launched like a month or two beforehand we were a January 2018 launch. Um, I would say it, it was quite a basic game uh, compared to, let's say, what, what the Axie Infinity of today is. Um, but in short, the, the idea is similar to Axie Infinity. We were inspired by the CryptoKitties hype at the time. People were sort of buying cats online, breeding them, like becoming a cat breeder, selling them on. I, I was playing that a bit for a week or two. Um, and like, yeah, it, I found it to be sort of a very interesting concept that sort of, you had this money in your browser, it was programmable. We were playing a game online. Um, yeah, the whole thing was just very interesting basically. And, um, in short, what happened was I convinced a few friends in the office I was working with, like, Hey, why don't we go and build our own game? We sort of all had a bit of time that was starting to open up and, you know, there were six of us. Um, in short, the concept was let's create a, a game on the Ethereum blockchain where people will collect digital fighters and these fighters, instead of breeding among yourself, you can take them and you can battle someone else. And if you win a battle, a new fighter is minted and put into your wallet. Um, yeah, so I guess there's, I guess it was called recruiting, um, on the website. And, um, yeah, that was sort of the basic gameplay. You could take up to five fighters, battle another five fighters. If you click on, I think marketplace at the top. You might even still be able uh, to yeah. see. Is it, is it still on? Yeah. Yeah. And if you click arena, even um, in the top right corner, oh, yeah, yeah, was, so yeah, you see something there. The marketplace, oh, yeah. by the way, you, uh, is more, it's more on open sea now, but if you click uh, top right corner, there should be arena right next to marketplace. Oh, the arena. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if oh, you I need to connect. Is, is it, uh, is it yeah. safe? No, I can't. <laughs> yeah. All you have to do is connect. You don't have to like uh, do anything else. But okay, we, we don't need to go there anyway. But yeah, sure, yeah. there was a, yeah, a yeah, simple sure. arena. Okay, that's cool. Nice. And uh, so yeah, started in 2018. And uh, how 
so were playing people still playing or were, were the products still alive recently yeah or? so we never shut the product down and we always made sure to to keep it up i would say at the beginning like it was being played a bit and you know on top of the leaderboard you have people with a few hundred wins each battle is on mm -hmm. the ethereum blockchain so right now actually we've closed it off for the last few months is it, it would be extremely expensive to battle it's like at least a few hundred yeah. dollars for battle so it didn't <laughs> then it was expensive but it was like maybe five ten dollars or so and today it's just crazy um so mm -hmm. we, we timed it off also people didn't want new fighters being minted again and again uh certain fighters we have basically are quite valuable like the death knights and people didn't want there to be inflation of those fighters in the market um so we, we turned off the battles but yeah we, over the last four years basically it was always there running uh, i wouldn't say there was a whole ton of gameplay and the gameplay itself it was just an on-chain battle sort of you you put your team into the arena you said you wanted to fight another team and it looked like it on each side it added a bit of randomness and then it, the blockchain cho chose who the winner was that was sort of the overall gameplay and i think it was like it was a cool concept at the time and it was nice and building off of what crypto kitties have done but like in terms of where we want to go now with crypto fighters alliance we definitely have much bigger plans where sort of yeah like sort of i guess maybe even taking a leaf out of axis book we do want to sort of add like at first uh, a mini decentralized game that will be on chain but like longer term the vision is to build out a full a full game where most of the gameplay is off chain but the characters and the tokens are held on chain okay cool so yeah, what's the plan so for the for the Crypto Fighters uh, Alliance? Uh... Yeah, so uh, all these characters you see on screen, they're the V1 fighters, but they're upgraded mm -hmm. uh, into V2. There will be in V1, yeah. there are 5,000 fighters. So everyone from yeah, there, you here. can see an orc. So this yeah. here, orc on the left, like a golden orc. With, yeah, you can talk. Uh, it's a nice update. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Uh, there's been a lot of work going on. The ones here I would say look especially good, though, the ones that say at the top. Um, hopefully, the entire set we can keep to that standard. Um, oh, strange. The video. There, there should oh, be no. But yeah, I know, but I'm based in Indonesia and uh, our lovely government here blocked Vimeo. So it's <laughs> interesting okay, for whatever reason yeah 3d characters if you're sort of um and, and movements and animations if you're sort of yeah mm -hmm. if you can play those videos um but yeah the, the plan for the v2 is definitely sort of to, to sort of bring out like a, a far more developed game uh basically the initial sale of the nfts when we launch they will be in around two weeks from now towards the end of april is the plan um and yeah basically at first it will just be the characters that will be sold um and then afterwards um i hope within two months or so sort of the decentralized version of the game will be launched and then like a bit further down the line like i mean really at least like maybe half a year or more or a year like the goal is like to really be building out a full game where some of the preliminary work has been done there but like sort of there's still a lot of work to be done the characters here like mm -hmm. the goal is to use them in the game they're fully rigged and and ready for a game but yeah there's still a lot of work ahead of us basically but can you tell us okay. more about the gameplay is it going to be like a report or going to see like your uh nfts fighting each other or how is it going to work yeah so um yeah my partners are the better ones to ask about the gameplay itself but for the for the v so for the, for the more basic game basically um the idea is we're afraid about making it too much of just like a full-on DeFi game the idea is that you'll be like you, you'll be state like you'll be putting your fighters on different plots of land uh the goal is basically yeah to hold on to these pieces of land 
um there will be the, the land isn't an nft it's just sort of a place where you can you can place your your fighter down um the, the goal is basically yeah th there will be different upgrades you can have to sort of defend the piece of land there will be alliances you can create i guess the name of the game okay. crypto fighters alliance there's definitely like a goal to let's say there'll be a token around it but there will we sort of definitely need to iron everything out we like we definitely want to be very careful with any sort of token launch and uh yeah the goal is definitely to have a lot of different syncs within the game so that i guess that battling sort of the the overinflation um of anything and the idea is to to have very sh like short seasons of two weeks at a time um potentially improve and like adjust things from season to season um and yeah the, like, the long-term vision is really to have more of a, an axi type game um okay. where it's um like yeah basically where it's more sort of real the real time like deciding what to do and yeah there's a few things happening there basically for, for the longer term vision Cool. Okay, yeah. So the the first version is more like a staking game, DeFi, uh, ga gamify, gamify experience. Yeah. Um, something. So you were talking about your upcoming NFT sale, and that's something that we found really interesting. I think you you made the announcement just a couple of days ago that you developed a new uh, token standard for NFTs. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, it, so it, it, yeah, that's it. That's very interesting. So we want yeah. to hear all about that, and we have many questions. Sure. Yeah, I love the questions. Um, in short, we're bringing refunds to NFTs. Um, we think there's huge problems in the space. There isn't enough accountability for creators. So often, like we see, sort of an an, an NFT drop. Um, you know, a week later, the price is half of the mint price. Uh, the reveal happens. Let's say Pixelmon, seventy million dollars is spent. A few weeks later, the reveal happens. And it's not the They're quality. beautiful. Come on, guys, don't criticize other projects. <laughs> I, 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 I own a Pokemon myself, and like I think Kevin's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of the supporters of Kevin. I wouldn't mind holding one, but uh, but yeah, in short, <laughs> people definitely overpaid and we're disappointed. Um, and maybe they'll be able to fix it. Like I am in their Discord. Like we'll, we'll see. Maybe in a year from now, they surprise us all and they take the funds. And <laughs> <laughs> but, that that would be that would be amazing. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I, just, I have no idea what they do. In short, they have a crazy amount of money to actually go build good things. So if someone, if they're actually yeah, responsible, yeah. take that money, even <laughs> just throw ten million dollars at the best game studio in the world, they can create good things. So we'll see how. I don't have a lot of faith in what's going to happen, but it, it will be interesting if they're able to somehow. Yeah, it's, the it's possible. It's a possibility in what in a world in some world it's possible. <laughs> yeah, it depends but, uh, on the team yeah. if he's able to bring on right team members. But the point <laughs> is, why I mentioned refunds around Pixelmon is like they were selling something that sort of didn't exist. The, the, what you saw in the marketing site was sort of like, it, it was okay, I guess, but people thought it was good, I suppose. And they paid for that. And then the reveal, and it's terrible. So in a case like that, really, in any other business, it's like you're not happy with your product. If with a product you received or a service, just, you know, return the NFT and you'll get your money back. And if if Pixelmon had refunds, it'd probably be pretty bad for Pixelmon itself because everyone would have refunded, returned the NFT and got a refund. But overall, for the space, we're like, uh, there are a lot of creators that want that accountability. They're like, they, you know, they're willing to put reputation behind it. They, in short, like when we're doing our launch now, if it's not the quality you expect, or you know, you don't like your character, I'm more than okay. Then like, you know, you're not happy with it. Return the NFT, get your ETH back. Um, and so there are so many teams in the space that want this. We say it's against rug pulls, which it definitely is. But the real thing is, I don't think teams that are trying to rug pull are even going to use it. It's really about the other teams. 
that want to drive greater accountability, greater trust. They, they want to be buyer friendly the same way as in Web2. You don't like a product, you usually can get a refund. You can go into a shop, get a mm -hmm. refund. And that's basically the core idea behind uh, ERC721R. In terms of code, I wouldn't say it's massively complex. You can probably add it to your code just, base. Just before, just before we jump to the to the more technical part, because we, we, we're going to talk about it uh, a little bit. We don't want to get too technical, but a little bit. Sure. Uh, when you say it prevents rug pulls or like uh, Pixelmon type of, uh, of uh, you know, events, let's say, okay, we have a 30-day uh, period to request a refund. But, yeah. you know, don't you think that some projects can take advantage of that and say, yeah, okay, you got 30 days to request a refund or reveal is happening in 60 days. And then, yeah, nice, it's too yeah. late. <laughs> yeah. So, so there, one, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I think definitely, like, hopefully this a lot of teams start to adopt it and certain scammers will, like, look to say ERC721R and find ways to, like, you know, build extra trust and then still rug pull people, like, 100%. Yeah. Two things I'll say. One, it will be a lot harder for them to do. It does make them work a lot harder. And two, in a case, really, where it takes them 60 days to do the reveal, I don't think anyone in the NFT space right now is sort of okay with a 60-day reveal. Uh, really, the reveal is expected within, like, say, a week or two um, of the end of the mint. At least, like, also what happened with Pixelmon, I don't remember how long it was, but let's say two weeks after, you, like, you expect the reveal. So, you know, if the reveal is happening before the end of the refund period, like, in that case, you really are protected. Um, or if 30 mm -hmm. days have gone by, you haven't really seen much of it from the community or you're, like, you're not impressed yeah. with how things are going and it's just false promises, you have the ability to take your ETH and move on, basically. And that, yeah, that's yeah you have to, to watch out for red flags before the, the, the end of that, of that refund okay, period. Yeah, nice. can have a feel. Yeah. But yeah, but you, you okay. know, some people don't do any research and they just just buy it. <laughs> Crypto yeah. DJ style. <laughs> yeah. You always, you always, if the community, if you know, it starts going crazy on Twitter, wow, this was a rug pull and you know, you have the refund option, you, you'll probably like yeah. go in and do the refund. Okay. Um, but yeah. Okay. I just have one question about it, which is, for example, if I'm uh, as an investor, I buy like 10 NFTs, right? And NFTs have different rarities. Usually they're like rare or legendary or whatsoever, you know? So couldn't I just mint and reveal all the NFTs and then refund the ones I don't want with the lower rarity? You know what I mean? Yeah. So imagine from 10 NFTs, I get like six common, two uncommon, one rare and one legendary. So I'm like, okay, I just want to keep the legendary and I refund all the others. So, you know, that there's like different chances. So I just open as many NFTs as, as I have to until I get the, the, the highest rarity, you know, and then I refund all the others. Can I just do that? Yeah, so you, you would be able to do that. I, it's a question that is asked a lot. I just, I, I just want to like, I, I understand why people ask the question, but I just want to explain what is happening in the market right now. You can do that today already. And that does happen on projects. And what you see happening on projects is instead of refunding, they're dumping on the market and they minted it, let's say 0.1. And now everyone's like returning their comments and like like the floor price is suddenly like 50% or 70% down from where it was, basically. That's sort of the, the alternative of that master. So people are definitely doing that already. Um, but sort of what the, 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 the mint sort of what refunds do, which is like a really like a bit of a hidden benefit, which is a bit subtle, but it really it protects that floor. There's no reason to dump below the mint price anymore. And I think when people are dumping below the mint price, it shows something about the project that it was either priced too high, the supply was too high, but in short, the market cap of the project, it just it wasn't sustainable where it was at. 
And very quickly, you see like, you know, the market doesn't like it. It's dumping. People have lost 50% already. That's not a good situation for a project to start in. You know, it's very difficult to get out of that slump. Like the project is just dead. So one, it protects buyers, the refund option. It protects the creators. Like I don't want our project to be 50% floor price. A okay, week later. Okay. I, I want to support that floor price basically. And this is sort of a very natural way of doing it in the market, doing price discovery. The other side of that I'll just add is like, if the, if the mint price is, let's say, you know, sorry, if the floor price is 0.3 and the mint was 0.1, then even if you've got rares or non-rares, it doesn't matter. Like even your non-rares are worth more than it's yeah. worth doing a, a refund. So it's Makes the case sense. where the, the market was going to crash anyway, that that's when people will be refunding non-rares. Maybe if they don't believe in the project, they might just be refunding. Um, but yeah, I, I think that there's that really there's benefits to it and it's super, super healthy for the economy of the game to offer okay, that. Makes sense, makes sense. It's a win-win. It's a win-win from like either who's building the project and who's consuming the product. Makes sense. Okay. Right. Yeah, the I concept, the concept is really cool. And of course, you're going to have people trying to game the system like with any system and, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and probably going to have some updates, but, uh, but the concept is amazing. That's something that's really missing, and I know there is there is a demand for that. You probably know it as well from the from the NFT community. Like, yeah, how can I get a refund? I, I don't want it. I don't like it. You guys under delivered. Uh, so yeah, that's definitely something that uh, that will appeal to a lot of uh, users and and project as well to show their that they can they're trustworthy. You know, to to have greater accountability, like you like you yeah. say here. So yeah. <laughs> The team that's amazing. It so far, like there have been like a few teams, like Curious Addies, Podium, like they've spoken to them. I, obviously, I know mm -hmm. ourselves as well. But like in short, like they're, they're teams I would I'd be happy to back. Basically, Curious Addies was uh, they they did a refund a, a few months ago, and mm -hmm. they, they have some interesting threads on the benefits and sort of the surprise benefits. So you wouldn't have thought of things like the sort of the floor being protected, and also people leaving the the community as Exodia is an NFT analytics platform we had launched. And mm -hmm. I will say the reality, like people come up with all these sort of theoretical situations of what will happen. But the reality with Exodia was less than like 5% of people refunded. There were 500 NFTs, only for like something like 25 people had refunded. Um, and we didn't even sell out immediately. It took two months to sell out. So our NFT, it wasn't trading on secondary markets because you could still mint it. And it wasn't dumping on the refund either. And people still hold it, held it. And the reason is because... It had values to the NFT. They believed in the team and everything that was happening. They had a two-week refund period. Almost no one took advantage of it. With Curious Addies, same thing, 100-day refund period. 10% of people refunded. Mm -hmm. um, so I think sort of the reality, like I know a lot of creators are scared of this mechanism, but the reality is I think you're in trouble even if 30% of people refund, and I don't actually think that's going to happen for a lot of projects. The same way as in Web2, you know, people, they, everyone offers refunds. But the reality is like 99% of people don't refund. So I think that's sort of another point for creators to understand that this is actually beneficial for them. And it's just beneficial across the board. It's beneficial for both buyers to protect them. It's beneficial for creators to build trust and make it easier for people to buy. Um, but yeah, anyway, those are some of, some of the advantages we've cool. seen. Yeah. yeah, I like the idea. Guys, we're like gonna put the, the we're going to put the link in the description. Uh, you can you can check it for yourself. There is a link to the to the GitHub as well. So the code source you can you can check it for yourself. Just to get a bit more in the technical side of it, maybe not. Let's not go too far. But of course, this is still in beta and undergoing reviews. Use at your own risk. Uh, th this is fairly new. It has been tested on a couple of projects. You told us so. Exodia. Yeah, so each um, of those projects had their own checks. Mm -hmm. 
but I guess that's you know for something new for a new standard, the, the risk there there is there, there might still be a risk of someone finding an exploit there. So it's uh, it's for something new. That's always you know a concern as well. Are you guys having uh, like any uh, entity like Certic or something like uh, testing these smart contracts? Uh, we have like people we're in touch with. I mean, sort of because because this went so public, sort of it feels like a million people <laughs> audited it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I, like we we've done quite a lot of projects for, for different teams, and like uh, like in the in the past, that's I ran a freelance agency, and we did quite a, quite a lot of sellouts. So like we, we have a decent amount of experience there, and also like we're in touch with other auditors, so sort of that have taken a look at things. And even in the sort of the last week or two, like things have been ironed out. Um, overall, I would say it's not like when I say there's some risk. Like we wanted to put it in the repo. Like just in case anyone's copying and pasting from it and not knowing what, what they're doing exactly, they should say they should take some care basically. But overall, it's not like a crazy complex like thing to add. It's maybe like 20 lines of code to your project and you'll have refunds. It's sort of, sort of similar to staking, but like it just the, the main idea is the money that goes into the contract and the, the creators can't take that money out for 45 days or whatever the refund period is. That's sort of the core concept. And within that period, uh, a buyer can always return their NFTs and take their money out of the contract. It's sort of like staking the money in the contract. But at the mm. end of the 45-day period, they can't unstake anymore. And now the, the the creators can take the money. That's sort of the, the basic structure of it. Okay, yeah. So it's not overcomplicated technically. So uh, so, so, so the, the risks are, are a bit limited from the technology standpoint as well. From the, yeah, from the yeah I, I wouldn't say if you're a smart contract developer, you should be able to take this and like, sort of make it work. Like we did yeah. it in Dodi already. Curious Addies had their own version of it. Podium has a version of it that they're using. Um, yeah. The, yeah. The, the, yeah. Risk I, and as you said, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and as you said, like the this is getting uh, some traction in the community, so there are probably like a million eyes on that code already. And uh, if there's anything uh, sketchy or risky, it will probably come come out pretty pretty soon. Really yeah, cool, really cool initiative. We've already yeah. merged into yeah. requests from people. Yeah, really cool, really cool. I love that you guys uh, did that and are, and are sharing this and. Uh, and project can just uh, get in and uh, in include this uh, this in their project. So, yeah, curious to see how many how many projects will uh, will will get on board, and uh, and if we'll see more and more uh, NFT mints with uh, refund possibilities. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, great yeah, job. Uh, we've seen a lot of teams like reach out and be like, oh, like I tried to convince them a bit before, and now they're like they saw sort of how much people liked it and they were like okay yeah they're, they're now they're more convinced that it's a good idea for their project as well but i think a lot of mm -hmm. uh, yeah a lot of creators in the space basically that really they sort of want to stand above the noise of sort of the quick flips and like the yeah, part of the space is just like buy an nft for two days move on type thing and like a lot of people sort of want to move beyond that or both as creators as buyers the, the last benefit i'll mention like last point on the other refunds is that it sort of also self-selects for people in the project that are like more longer term holders. Like if your project is, let's say, has a whole bunch of flippers that are just there for the refund, you know, and the floor price is low, they'll just refund immediately and they'll move on. But the also huge benefit is what you're left with is like a much stronger core, basically. The sort of community you probably want to be building around rather than having all your NFTs in the hands of sort of the quick flippers. It's completely fine to quick yep. flip, but it's probably not the sort of community you want to build off of to build a large project. 
yeah for the long term long term projects definitely that's uh added value added trust and uh and yeah a b- better community in the end cool very cool uh well thanks a lot for 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 presenting this and and, and for doing the great work uh, you guys are doing so guys check it out we're gonna put the link in the description uh crypto fighters as well you can check out the website uh join their discord follow them on twitter uh, and check out what they're doing and uh let's move on to the next topic let's talk about about the upcoming projects the the projects that are launching or minting soon the ones we have uh, nigh on so uh, Bruno, do you want to start? Do you have some some projects you're you're, you're following? You're 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 eager to see or launching soon? Tell us yeah, all about actually, it. actually, I got lots of projects on my radar, but I can tell you that the the last two projects that popped up uh, that actually caught my eye were actually um, boss fighters and met the shooter because you know there's like many many projects where they just copy other projects that are already out there. Like for example, we have like 100 play to earn games like x infinity you know uh but actually i appreciate i like originality and i believe like the, these two projects they're really original with the idea that they came up with so maybe we can start with uh meta Show shooter. Us. yeah yeah so basically meta shooter is like a hunting play to earn metaverse okay we already have some gameplay we're going to have uh, okay sorry sorry suit. for the vegans Sorry for the vegans watching the video, <laughs> but uh, this, this is okay. hunting. <laughs> yes, so basically, the team is not that well known, but the gameplay that they've been showing, they've been uh, giving lots of uh, gameplay leaks to the community. It's actually, it actually looks good, you know. It actually looks like a 2022 game. And then I also read their uh, white paper, and the idea behind it looks good. So how it's going to work is you as a player, as a hunter, you're going to actually... Um, buy a season ticket as a hunting season ticket and with it you're going to be able to go out and hunt and by being successful uh, in your hunting trip you're going to be able to uh, exchange to trade uh, your trophy by uh, 2m hunt tokens which is the cryptocurrency of this project or to turn your trophy into bait but now the thing is the hunting season tickets that you buy with M Hunt tokens. So there you go. Like right from the beginning, you have some utility for M Hunt. Uh, this is going to give you like a list of animals for you to hunt. But if you actually shoot down an animal that is not on that list, you're going to get a fine, just like how it happens in real life, you know. And it's, mm-hmm. it's very interesting. It's very interesting. I don't think we have like any um, hunting uh, metaverse out here. So I think it's. Well, some fishing, fish. I saw some fishing, some very basic fishing projects, uh, things like this. But an- another interesting thing you told me about this project, you you can actually own land as well, or you can like train dogs and you can then sell, breed dogs exactly, and sell dogs. It's exactly. like really the, the full yes. experience, no? So they're going to have like 1,000 land plots and basically on these land plots, you're going to be able to build a business for other hunters. So for example, you go on a, your hunting trip and you have like limited stamina, right? So basically you can rest on other uh, owner on a landowner's uh hunting house you know to recover your stamina or maybe if you're a landowner you can build uh, like uh, you can you can breed dogs which are nfts for other hunters to buy or you can build their uh, uh watchtower and for example if a, if a hunter uh successfully hunts prey from that watchtower you get like a percentage 
So it's very, very interesting. Uh, it's a very interesting project, really. Yeah, an original, not not any, not a copy of anything that's existing. Exactly, so... exactly. That's what's important. We need like new, fresh products, like new ideas uh, in the NFT gaming industry. Yeah. And what's the the other one? It, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You show me this, that one, and and I want to try it because yeah, it's, yes. it's a VR game, no? Exactly. So basically, so, yeah. that's just to make my girlfriend happy. She she has a VR headset and she keeps buying games on the, on the the Oculus Store, spending money. But may, maybe if she can make some money back with a play to earn in VR. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need it. So basically, Boss Fighters is an action game, and how it's going to work is you're going to be playing like five versus one, so five players against the boss. But the thing is, the boss is also a player who's using VR equipment. So yeah, Oculus Quest Two is like uh, are like uh, is the cheapest um, VR headset uh, that's like being sold by three hundred dollars or something. So the thing is. In order to play as the boss, you really need the VR headset. But if you want to play as uh, mm -hmm. one of the fighters, you can actually play it straight from your computer and in the future, even from your uh, smartphone. Okay. And then how, how this is going to work? Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. And you can also use VR. Yeah, that looks fun. Yeah, yeah. That like looks it, fun. I, I can definitely imagine being the boss with the with the with the headset and the controllers and like yeah, grabbing the other players and throwing shit at them. Like looks, uh, <laughs> that looks fun. Yeah, it <laughs> does. And then everything is destructive. You can destroy destroy the surrounding environment and smash players with your car with cars and uh, all that kind of stuff. So it's quite interesting. They they also have like this watch to earn concept. So basically imagine that you're not feeling like playing. So you can just watch the, the battle and drop like uh, items, like weapons for all the players. And they have like a certain, uh, and they have like an influence on uh, how the fight goes, you know, like you can help like mm. player X or player Y, you know, by dropping equipment to them. So it's, quite interesting when it comes like to the play to earn how it's going to work is you're going to have a token and basically going to need to stake these tokens in certain pools in order to unlock more advanced game modes so there you go like utility for the token this is really important since the beginning then you're going to have like the nft minting on the 20th of april so in more or less one week you're going to have the genesis nft minting and yeah it is, as I said, it's okay. an original project, something that we yeah, don't I, have yet in, in NFT gaming. Yeah, it's interesting to see these these new projects with a uh, new gameplay, not just a copy of a copy of something that yeah, exists exactly, already. So, exactly. uh, really excited. Um, okay, I'm gonna show you a couple. Well, there's actually one uh, that I'm waiting for uh, right after our show. That's uh, there's a second mint for this project. It's called Metawana. We talked about it on the website. Basically, you can be a, become a drug lord of the metaverse. Uh, it's on Solana, and their second mint is starting in actually 33 minutes and 37 seconds. Uh, really fun team. What what is Metawana? So basically, the, the the first part of the game is a farming game. Uh, so you have your Genesis snugs and you can farm and grow your buds and sell them in your dispensary um, and so on. So typical farming game, but with a little twist, obviously. Uh, and then the second part of the game will be a PvP game. So there will be a, a battle. 
So your nugs going to be able to evolve into battle buds, and those battle buds will be able to to fight uh, against each other against other players. Uh, so it's really it looks really fun. We're not so we don't know yet exactly all the play toward mechanism, the ROI, how much you can actually make. But the the game is fun. The team uh, is actually amazing. They did something great for the first mint. So you talk about a refund and refunding NFTs. What happened during their first mint, so it was supposed to be, I think, around 80 or less than one soul, the first mint. Let's say 0.8 soul. Um, and then I was there. I was minting. And I said, okay, there is a bug. Like, my balance doesn't go down. My balance is not going down. They actually offered a free mint for all whitelisted users. And that was a surprise from the, from the team. So obviously, oh, Discord great. people were going... People were going nuts. It's like, what the guy? What the hell is going on? Uh, so that was really cool. Uh, it helped, like, you know, build the community even a bit more. And we can see now that this Genesis Nugs, the floor price is almost one soul. Uh, it was almost two a couple of weeks ago. It, it went down a little bit, um, but that's that's the usual. So second min is about their baby buds. So that's the first evolution to become a battle buds. Uh, and the game should be coming out very soon. Um, we don't know exactly yet. I suspect it might come out on 420 because you know it's Metawana, so uh, that's my that that that's my best guess. It might come earlier. Uh, some people say it might even come out just after the mint because the team likes to make surprise. Uh, we've been in contact with them, but they they they're not telling us anything yet. But guys, uh, if you're interested, have a look at the project. Uh, you can grab some uh, NFTs for pretty cheap still. And if you like farming games, if you like the, the Stoner universe, uh, it's pretty cool. They have some nice partnerships uh, going on. So this is minting on Fractal uh, NFT Launchpad at the moment. The other one that's quite original. So just to be uh, fully disclosed, uh, Quantum Noises is a project that is a sponsor of our website. Uh, and they are launching today, actually in a couple of hours. And what's original about the project, it's a playable NFT-based graphic novel. Okay, so it's a futuristic uh, sci-fi universe uh, with an interesting story. And it's a graphic novel in which players will have to solve puzzles uh, in order to, to earn rewards in token. So... Looks super cool. Uh, you can check out their website. We're going to drop the link in the description as well. Check out the trailers. In order to play the game, you need to own uh, a certain NFT. I'm not exactly sure of the price of that NFT at the moment. Or you can stake uh, the tokens as well and get access to the game. And that's launching. Maybe it's launched already. It's actually launching right now or in a couple of hours. So, uh, yeah, very again, an original project. Something new we haven't seen yet. The arts, if you like sci-fi. Uh, if you like puzzle games, uh, definitely go check it out. Um, I think that's it for me. We have many more, so we could talk for hours, but we almost uh, forty. We're forty-five minutes in the show. So, uh, uh, Ellie, anything on your side? Of, 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 I, I know what you're gonna say, but uh, yeah, any anything on your side? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Obviously, we also have a mint coming up in like uh, in two weeks or so. I'm uh, more than happy to have people join the community. Like it, it, it feels like a really strong community that's growing. Happy to get feedback. Happy to sort of build something together. To be honest, um, if people are, if people are after like whitelist spots, best way to get them probably just join the Discord. 
Um, and yeah, sort of mm -hmm. like, I guess we're excited for what's ahead. Obviously, if there are game creators watching this, consider using ERC721R yourselves. I think it will sort of bring a lot of benefit to you and your communities as well. Um, but yeah, it's been amazing being on the show. Uh, I, I read Play to Earn online sort of every few weeks I go up on the site. <laughs> and I sort of didn't think I'd be on the very first episode, which is sort of super exciting. Cool, cool. And uh, yeah, we got, uh, I'm not going to reveal, but we got an amazing guest joining us next week. You guys uh, are yeah. going to love it, I think. Uh, we have another surprise coming next week. Uh, so guys, stay tuned. Uh, like the video, hit the subscribe button uh, if you want to see more. Thank you very much, Ellie, for being with us. Thank you for the, the thing you, you're developing and you're doing for the space, for the NFT community. I think that's uh, that's really a step in the right direction and we need more people like uh, you in the space. Uh, thanks a lot. Bruno, I'm going to let you finish because I love your outro and uh, I think it's the best. So I'm going to let you do your little uh, special Bruno the Goat Master <laughs> outro for this first episode. <laughs> hey, guys. So thanks for it's watching. It's all yours. Hit that like button, subscribe for more NFT gaming content, and I see a cryptomanics in the metaverse. <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> cool. I also have to.